The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor, strength, and body you are looking for in that moment. When you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar, the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch. Simple, yet substantial. Tobacco, talent, time. Romacraft tobacco. The after show, the after show. It's the after show, everybody, and, uh, yeah, he's still here. Oliver Nouveau from United <laughs> Cigars. He hasn't left. He's still I he here. Meant me. We had Ed Sullivan get up and walk away for a minute, but Oliver planted you, himself. You can't says, get rid of him. No, he says I got a shot here. I'm going to do it because he has as an opening on the show. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see about that. But anyway. Uh, Oliver Nouveau, please put on your selected tobacco hat now. Take the United one off. It's still United uh, that is the distributor, but the distributor of a company called Selected Tobacco. Selected Tobacco is owned by Nelson Alfonso, and he owns brands called Atabay, Byron, Bandolero, and Alfonso. The man himself, Nelson Alfonso. Um, you've been working now seven years? Seven. Yeah. Seven years. Um, I think you first met him via Skype. Maybe we had a Skype meeting introducing you to him. Since then, you've been to Cuba with him a few times. Uh, you traveled the United States with him at different events, uh, certainly all the trade shows. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so you know the guy. Um, who is he? What, what, what is he all about? Because the interesting thing is, at the trade show, people come from all over the world and go to him, and it's almost like, oh, my God, Nelson Alfonso. And most people in the United States, they don't know him so well. Right, right. Yeah, so now, uh, Nelson, it's hard to even describe him in the in the show. And then, yes, I work with him. We know him. So, you know, do we talk about him in, in a positive light just because of that? Um, yes and no. But he, he's somebody that you could just just highlight over and over because he's so humble with everything he does. Yeah. But at the show, like a PCA show or a tobacco show um, here in the States, you have people f- from overseas, like all, all different continents that are coming in, different countries coming in to speak with them that are trying to take his time because yeah. they know him outside of just the U.S. industry. Yeah. Um, that he's, he's had his hands in so many different projects and so many different uh, you know designs and blends and everything that everyone's always – pulling him and even when we went you know i was lucky enough to to go with him to the habanos festival um you know the, the head scientist uh you know for that that does all the all the seeds uh pulled him aside uh you know the the lawyer that wrote the book uh on cohiba yeah. pulls him aside uh the the head at the bahike factory is yeah. pulling him like oh nelson thank you and yes everybody just knows nelson and appreciates him for he's what a he table does. at at the Habanos Festival. Incredible! I, did you ever get to yeah. sit with him at the Habanos Festival? Because I'm always sitting at the other tables and stuff. But he's a table one. 
Right. His table number is one. I mean, he is the, the guy at that show. And they wanted to give him the Man of the Year awards, all the stuff. No, 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 no. Right. He says no to everything. Everything. The, yeah. the, the humor that he designed with Padrone for their 50th. Yes. He was saying no, that he didn't want to put his name in the front and, yeah. uh, or anywhere on the, on the humor itself. And uh, finally, because they were forcing him, saying, no, you have to put it somewhere, he put it in the most obscure spot. Yeah, in the inside, inside. Where you'd never see behind, it. Right. You can't see it. Cohiba right. uh, Bihike. Um, that was him and Mikey. You're right. Yeah. Him and Mikey. It was at, yeah. uh, yeah. Jorge Mikey was, was yeah. now with, uh, EP Carrillo. Right. But, uh, yeah, him doing the blend and all of the design work. Um, he, he's just, he, he, he touches so many aspects of the business internationally that we just don't, we don't know. Right. And even, I think you've brought it up on the, on the show before, but I've experienced where I'm walking through the show and he's pointing out all of his designs. Yes. And that's the incredible piece. He even introduced me to someone. Some, uh, somebody showing off a new piece or something right. that they put on. He goes, yeah, I did that 12 years right. ago. It's a rip off of whatever. And I said, an well, I said, well, do something about it. And he says, well, it's not for me to do because I did it for Habano, say. Right. And that would be for them to do it because I don't own it anymore. I was told to make this and give it to them, right. basically, and it belongs to them. Right. And now I even, I guess it's a little bit of a selling point for you know, uh, domestic retailers, but I see this ashtray design in their stores, and it's the one that he had designed for the Cohiba, one of the anniversaries. And it's, it has the jagged edges on the side, and it, it's a little uh, bowl ashtray with the jagged edges on the side. And there was another company that, Ripped it off, yeah. completely ripped off the design. And so when when I see it on the shelf, I ask them, I ask the retailer if they know what that design is. Why was it designed like that? And they're like, No, I don't know. It's just it's like it is. So I explained the story that when Nelson was designing this ashtray, he was trying to figure out how can I display it for you know at the festival for everyone to see. So what he he came up with was this ashtray design that has these jagged edges. If you see, if you see this ashtray, um, it's about the size of a football, has jagged edges on the side. But what he did was put it on a pedestal and had a light shine behind it so that the shadow would cast on the wall. And that shadow ends up being two of the Taino Indians right. facing away from each other. Ah, yep. He did that nobody, to a humidor also. Right. He, he did, did that, which, which I have that humidor. Right, which never came out. Right. Right. Yeah, he, but he, he sent yeah. me one, and I, I look at it. All it's it's in my in my house in my um, cigar room, and every time I walk by it, I look at the edges yeah. of it because I can't not see it now. Right, right. But you couldn't see it beforehand. No, no. And there's even there's a, a cigar that came out to market um, that that looks very familiar to one of his designs that he did for the Vagueros. Vagueros. It's such a rip. And that yeah, it. it's it's it is a rip off. Yeah. But that Vagueros, that V uses a tobacco leaf, yeah. but then he had explained to me that that V is actually the the vagina of right. the Atabe goddess. Yes. So when you look at it and then you see it, and you're like, oh my gosh, yeah, that makes total sense. So he ties everything Because it in. was a frog, if you remember the, the right. thing because of she what was, it is. Yeah, goddess of fertility. Yeah. yeah. And, and I see it because I know the whole story of it, right. but then... You, you, as I say, you walk you walk through the trade show and you look at all those things that people are saying. Oh, the innovators and that's cool what they do right. and stuff. And it's unbelievable. That it's all us. him. Right, right. It's all him that ends up doing it. And he's not just a designer though. He's also deals with the, the, tobacco, the tobacco itself. Yeah. Knows his tobacco like unbelievable. Yeah. 
um, from seeds all the way through. The guy's got got it all going. He's a historian when it comes to it. And, you know, when I met him, it was Atabay. And he presents Atabay to me. And uh, that was the first cigar I ever said, ever, that this is my favorite cigar. I was never, people would ask that question, and I could never answer it because there was something incredibly different at that mm-hmm. point of that cigar. And it wasn't the tobacco, which was unique in itself of the blend of tobacco, but it's the after, what he does after he rolls the cigar. Right. So Nelson will take the cigar production. The, the cigars are rolled in Costa Rica, but then once the cigars are rolled, and, and again, when the cigar, back up a little bit, sorry. Typically, in a factory, you'll have a pair of rollers, a roller and then uh, the buncher and then the, the one that puts on the, the final right. wrapper. For Nelson, when he's creating the cigars, they only produce about 150 cigars per day because there's one roller and finisher for the cigar. So they'll put the cigars into the, the molds. They'll put them into the press. Those cigars will sit overnight. Yeah. So for instead of typical, 40 minutes, instead of 40 minutes for a regular yeah. cigar production, uh, like the United cigar, when we, when we manufacture United, it goes into the press for about 45 minutes. And then the, the wrappers put on these Nelson cigars, all of them, Atabay, Byron, Bandolero, they'll put, be put into the press overnight and then the ones that were from the day before then the roller the one roller will then put the wrapper on once those cigars are finished they're shipped to madrid where he has multiple aging rooms that use five different cedars the cuban spanish mexican brazilian and lebanese and he'll put these into the aging room for first for the first year bringing humidity down to 40% back up to 70 so the cigar is purging any other impurities and then after about a year he goes, he goes back into this room, and then he starts to smell the room. If there's no other ammonias, there's an exhaust for that room. No other ammonias or, or you know, off-putting smells. Then he transfers them to another age room, again with the five different cedars, that those cedars will uh, Sanded be, cedars be, too. be shaved yeah, yeah. Be shaved down um, so, to give it a fresh layer. But they go into this second aging stage where Bandolero will take another year of age because Bandolero is aged for one to two years. And then Byron is aged depending on the century and the, the age size. statements right on the bands. Yeah, for those. which is stated on the band uh, three to five years and all Atabay are aged for a minimum of five years. But they still go there through that aging process. And that's, you know, anytime I'm sitting down with someone, I make sure that we stress process because aging is aging. Yes. Right. We close the doors downstairs. We come back in five years. Everything in this room is five years right. old, right? But if it goes through a process, that's what distinguishes Nelson from everyone else in the industry. Nobody will will take that no, time. No, yeah, nobody would. No. The cost that Not goes associated. Sure. So when you look at expensive cigars, you're talking $20 and up cigars, and you see it all over the industry now. It was kind of Padron, uh, Selected Tobacco, and... Uh, Opus X and Davidoff, Davidoff right? Yeah. That was it. And, and all of a sudden, selected tobacco comes and say, everybody says, who the hell is he? What I want to say is, who the hell are they? Right. Because there's actually a reason for this. Right. Can you imagine making that cigar, going through all that process, and then holding it for five years, processing right, it, right. not just saying, there it is in the back corner. This whole thing goes to the next step. Yeah, and it's it just like th- that's where that's where we can justify that elevated price right. where Nelson can because that aging process. It's right? the it's only just like one. A, it's the only one. It's the only one. There's it, no it's like other cigars that's, no. that you can say it's it's price high because of this. Right. The other ones are because we can, maybe. Right. You know, why, how can you charge that much? For, because we can. 
okay, there's a reason for this because you couldn't make it lower. It's just no, too many no, years no. of too uh, many years of aging, and yeah. again, time is money, right? And the process. There's a difference between if if you took any of his cigars or our cigars and you just sat in a room at seventy percent humidity, seventy degrees, it's not going to have the same result with what Nelson does with the cedars and the the lowering and raising of yeah. humidity. And Atabay is the next step up from Bahique, which is something he created also of the Tiano Indians sitting in the tribal circle mm-hmm. that is known as Cohiba. They blow their smoke over in prayer to the Bihike. To the Bihike. Which now comes the brand Bihike, and that's how he sold that brand to them and said, here's how it is. Okay, we'll get it. And he gives their prayers to their god, who's a woman, the goddess Atabe. Atabe. And here becomes the pinnacle of all cigars. It's still There's to nothing this day. higher, right. There's nothing higher. And then you look at a $100 Bihike, and you say, oh, but their Bihikes are $100. Atabay should be $120 then, right. as far as I'm concerned. But it's a, I True. think it's the greatest cigar, greatest cigar going. Now let's go to Byron. By, so Byron was his family's um, original line in, uh, and named after the poet Lord Byron, who passed in 19, or 1829. In 1850, they named it after the poet Lord Byron, who was uh, an English poet. Um, this cigar goes and, back to... Monte Cristo and and, and uh, made it oh, the same long, place. Yeah, long long history. Yeah, the, the Monte Cristo. So you bring up Monte Cristo. The Byron and Monte Cristo lines were were about to be introduced to the European market, um, and the the distributor at the time there was Hunter and Franco. Yeah, uh, distributors at the time wanted something for the European market. They didn't want to go with Byron because they said, well, the European market they know Byron it doesn't sound. Um, you know, Latin enough or, or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a, a cigar. We need to go with Monte Cristo. So, because there's, Nelson actually has a letter. I don't know if you, you've seen it. I don't know if you've seen it. He has a letter where it was written to uh, the, the distributor and talking about Monte Cristo and Byron. And they decided to go with Monte Cristo because it had more of that. No, I never feel. did. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see that. But there's so much. To this. Each time I talk right. to him, it's like, oh my God, I'm going back to school. Right. And, and it's been years of it. Um, three centuries of actually four, four different lines of Byron. One kind of Atabay, but there's four different kinds of Byron. Four different, yeah, four different. Based on when the, the cigar Byron originally came out, 1850, you have the 19th century, which has the poema, the petit poema, poema, grand poema, and the epic poema. So because Byron was a, a poet, oh. they're all named after after poems. And when you go to the 20th century, it talks, it, it explains more about who, um, Byron was so you have the habanero because he he loved his his Cubans and and everything Cuba. Uh, you have the Londines because he was a Londoner. You have the Mesolonges because he he died at a young age. He went to Greece to um, not to physically fight but to support politically because he was an intellectual. Um, you know, the 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 civil war that was going on ended up passing uh, in Mesolonges. So that's the, the where Mesolonges' yeah. uh, size comes from. And then you have the Venecianos uh, because he also yes. traveled to yeah Italy. And then the 21st century, just describing uh, the type of man he was. You have the, we have the aristocrat, the honorables, the uh, distinguidos, and the uh, elegante. Yeah. And the distinguidos is interesting because in that 21st century blend, it uses the Atabay wrapper, that light, um, delicate. Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper. There was a mistake at the factory where they used the dark wrapper, Ecuadorian wrapper on the cigar, and that came out as a mistake, but ended up being 
uh, very a fantastic well cigar, yeah. well popular. received, very yeah. popular. And so he kept it. So when you look at that Byron line, it can be a little confusing if somebody smokes, if you smoke one from any century, and you're like, oh, it just didn't meet my palate. Well, in the 19th century alone, those four cigars are very different. The yeah. Petit Poema is probably the strongest in the entire Oliver, portfolio. When, yeah. when Nelson makes mistakes, it's just better. It's just better. Right. Yeah. Silly you Putty. should learn Silly from Putty that. was a mistake. Yeah. Here we go, by the way. It was awful silly. Yeah. And then there's the 1850 line, which is the and then when the, it came out. The 1850 line, which was launched um, in, at the 2022 um, PCA. That was to celebrate the Byron anniversary. anniversary. Yeah. So, and that's the and one that, that, that one features uh, an additional aging process with the same oak used to mature Chateau Lafitte Rothschild and other wines. The French oak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Virgin French oak. And Which the other ones don't have the oak in it. Right. So, yeah. And then the next step was using the Alfonso, which we'll get into in the Byron 1850, were placed into a separate room where he started to test the, the French oaks. Yeah. Yeah. So there it goes there. And then we have Bandolero. Bandolero is a home run. That's just yeah. a win. It's approachable in pricing. You have a cigar that goes through the aging process uh, as the Atabase and the Byrons, but only for a shorter amount of time. Sure. But uh, three different blends. We have the Serie A, the Aventureros, then the Clandestino, which is Serie C, and the Traficante, Serie T. So they're all different blends. The Serie A uses a darker Ecuadorian, um, which would be considered more of a Maduro uh, wrapper, but dark, small ring gauge, so a powerhouse, uh, lots of spice up front. But with all that aging, that cleansing of the cigar, the retrohale is incredibly smooth. Um, So I, I took on Bandolero. Later than I took Atabay and Byron, and just as a retailer before there was United Cigar was distributing, it was somebody else distributing in the United States. And I talked to him about it. I'm going to take Bandolero on, and he said, I'm very, very worried. And I said, What's that? He says, It's a great cigar, it's priced much lower. And I purposely made the packaging cheaper at the time, they were in tins, right? As opposed to um, ceramic jars. And then later, when he went into boxing all of these, the boxing on Atabay and Byron was more elaborate, and then the boxing on Bandolero was less. And he said, I'm doing that so that all the attention doesn't go on Bandolero because Bandolero could ruin me because they will not get these ultra-luxury products. And it didn't happen at all that it went that way. And I look at Bandolero and I go... People don't even realize how wonderful how this cigar is, is. <laughs> at a fraction of the cost. It is great. And I said, see, you didn't have to worry about it. it right. Yeah, it's, it's great, but it's it's just a different, it's a completely <laughs> it's a different, different experience. Too. Right. It's a different consumer. That's a fuller flavored. Well, it can be the same consumer too, but it's just a different experience. Like I think uh, Ed, Ed can, he's he's well, well traveled. You can correct me on this one, but sure. um, uh, Duckhorn uh, Wine is more of like the Atabay and Byron. That's a, a elevated, higher-priced wine. But then they make another wine called Decoy. Uh, I believe that's in their same portfolio. That's still a very good wine, but lower price. Because if it doesn't go through the same aging process, same stages, same everything, it's going to be a different experience. You can still enjoy both. But when you want a more elevated experience, you're going for the Atabay and Byron. Yeah. When you want something, I, I, I can especially with prices now, I can consider Bandolero an everyday Everyday cigar. And Bandolero, as confusing as everything we've said uh, is already, Bandolero right. comes in TCA. I like to say a TCA, the Cigar right. Authority. Right. Uh, right. It's out, but it, it has three different 
in four different sizes in each. In each. Each yeah, one. So, so 12 tea, total. Traficante. Traficante. Because the Bandolero was a trafficker of tobacco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Clandestino. Yeah. More of the celestial. Okay. Right. Um, because Bandolero, the name came from the bandits that were stealing tobacco from the Spanish crown in the 1700s when Spain owned all of the Cuban tobacco. Yeah. There were no cigars rolled in Cuba. It was all brought to Spain. Um, they owned everything. There were people that were against it, didn't uh, feel that it was right for them to own it. So they were stealing tobacco, rolling their own cigars, all Cuban tobacco, and sending it off to the to the Americas, as they, as yeah. they, they call it. And uh, they said only the true connoisseur would know what they were they were smoking, unbanded cigars. Yeah. So Bandolero was just named after those that were trying to protect what they believed was rightfully theirs. So then the Adventureros is the last one. Is That's a Serie A. So, yeah, Serie A, T, and uh, C. And I'll even go as far as, like you said, with within Byron, and, and you say the Byron poema, uh, the, um, the um, 18th century, poema, petit poema, peak poema, all different from each other. And when you go, and when you go inside and you say, okay, I'm going to do the um, Bandolero T-series Traficante, all different within the Traficante. All different. The Traficante, yeah, they're all different. But the yeah. tra- even the Traficante line uses Nicaraguan Lijero, so that's going to be your spicier. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're all medium plus. Yeah. But the Traficante is going to give you more more that spice pepperiness. Yeah, more mouthfeel. Yeah, and that clandestino line uses Peruvian Lijero. And Peruvian uh, tobacco in general, small, you know, lower yield on the plant, smaller leaves. Yeah. Uh, even the Lijero is not and as powerful. You'll see the size is small on those. Yeah. Mostly smaller sizes. Um, yeah, well, on, on clandestino, you do have the Barbaros, which is four and a half by 60. So you got a big, big ring gauge, yeah. but um, a fantastic uh, cigar. And then you have uh, the Traviosos um, and the Sober, uh, Bios, which are both 50 ring gauge. The Traviosos is going to be your short torpedo. Yeah. Uh, and then the clandestino, which is the, the Toro. And then when you go over to the Serie A, that's the darker Ecuadorian wrapper. That one... That one's the strongest out of the line, not as peppery necessarily, but just this rich wood leather depth to it. It's unbelievable stuff. Um, he also, uh, he is Nelson Alfonso. He made a cigar for himself. We're going to get to that in just one second. But first, let's make some beautiful music with Avo Cigars. From moments worth remembering to stories worth telling and notes worth savoring, Avo Cigars. Lyrics of top charted songs. Can you guess the name of the song and the artist from the wrong lyrics or even the right ones? Avo Cigars. All right, I'm going to say the, the words to a song. Uh, push your button. Uh, Oliver was messing around with All this. Right. <laughs> uh, so it's not Mess you. It, messing sometimes. up again. That's what... Uh, Jonathan does all the time. So I'm going to say the words to a song. You're going <laughs> to press the button if you know not only the name of the song, but who sings it. I've traveled the world in the seven seas. Everyone's looking for something. It's the Eurythmics. No. No. And what's the name of the song? Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams. Ed Sullivan's got it. Sweet dreams. Because you didn't have the yeah. full answer. But I get, I get half. No, nope, you get nothing. So don't press yeah. the button unless you know the answer to don't the whole be, thing. I couldn't risk that they were going to press try, their button. I had the Eurythmics. Try not to be a loser. Do you know, do you know who sings it? Um, the Eurythmics. Correct. Ed Sullivan's got it. Full no point. Nonsense. So that's why you don't 
press the button if you don't know the answer. I yeah. the answer. That's why you end up doing it. The, that's why you're not going to be on this show anymore. The rules are very simple. It is. Yeah. Oliver Nouveau is here from United Cigars. Uh, this is the after show, and we're talking about selected tobacco. It's uh, one of the lines that is distributed by United Cigars. Uh, Nelson Alfonso owns that company. They have Atabay, Byron, Bandolero, and now, last year, the year before, they came out with Alfonso. <laughs> The Alfonso Añejo came out uh, at 2022 uh, PCA and the Byron 1850. Yes. And those were two lines, as previously uh, discussed, were aged in a separate aging room, still using the five different cedars, but Nelson then introduced all the French oak. Yeah. Um, and French French oak when he was he was and keep in mind this barrels. was five years ago when he started this project unbeknownst right. to us like he surprises he surprised he surprises us you know days uh, hours yeah. before a show starts oh by the way we have this yes and so we have to it's not on the order sheet it's not anywhere right. we just have to you know how many are it. there how many right. can I sell blah 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 and and, it, and the retailers right. come up and you say well there's I know it's here but there's none for you right what do you mean not available yeah. we're not selling it so why is it here yeah uh, so there there's good and bad with that right because then it, there's a little bit of that teaser yeah showing, a little buzz right showing showing what's coming out and then they can retailers can then prepare for the coming years of what's coming out but um yeah when nelson was explaining the french oak the i don't know what a barrel i think a barrel right to to create a barrel for wine when they use virgin french oak it's like three four thousand dollars yeah it's so it's expensive. very very expensive wood but he just saw that there was there was a reason they were using it, you know, imparts this you know beautiful flavor. So he wanted to use it into the aging process. And this year came out with the grand selection. This year was the grand selection five five sizes darker wrapper. So the añejo that came out used a, a lighter Ecuadorian wrapper. This one he uses a darker uh, darker wrapper on it. Small production, so it's not everywhere, right. but. Maybe. Yeah, we, we opened 30. There were 30 retailers uh, yeah. across the country that uh, that had it because of the limited production. Yeah, and he's not going to come out with a big production of something that hasn't been tested. Right. So he says, oh, that went really good. Right. Let's make a lot more of them. But that's going to be five years from now. But he says four years, three years, but maybe he made the number a little higher. We don't know. Right. But he can go really high five years from now. So here's a guy that's not operating like these one-off type things. No, no. It's... Five years in advance and very long term player. Yeah. Sometimes it's to our benefit. I mean, there was that was part of the reason we had the the ten year diosis and the ten year yes. mysticos. Uh, because he was seeing how you know, okay, you know, what happens if I age it a little bit longer and the diosis I don't want to put it to market yet. I don't know if it would yeah. work in the US, so he sits on it longer and then now all of a sudden we have a ten year right. aged uh Atabay. Yeah. Uh and he you know, he, he throws us some more curveballs with um Putting the Atabay in the Atabay Black, yes, and that was a whole nother Atabay Black. It was the like first NFT right. that you do not get enough, mm. and it was completely Oliver walked in that day. Yep. You were here. It we thought Oliver. he was out of his mind. I was like, okay. I still believe he's out of yes. his mind. Yes, this NFT thing. I think it could be really something. You got to be kidding me. We call him up. He's like, Oh my god, I just had a fight with my son all night last night about this Nelson, NFT. Nelson did, yeah, yeah. Yep. and uh, okay. So it's amazing how the world. And the universe works like that, right? Like yeah. We're thinking it's crazy, and he's like, I can't believe this is this is amazing. Nelson's saying this as we're calling him. He's in Madrid. He's like, I just had an argument with my son the other night about NFTs, and now you're calling about NFT. Yeah. And we, we the, part of the reason for that, too, was that it was one size of Atabay mm. with a dark wrapper, 
200 boxes. What do we do with that? Correct. So NFT came out, uh, met with a little bit of, a lot of, lot of pushback. Oh, my God. <laughs> Everyone was like. And then everybody else after that was a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. else after that point. Selling it for crazy amounts of money. And that's got to be the Wright brothers, right? That they, right. Well, we're going to get a plane that's going to fly in the air. You right. guys are out of your mind, you're stupid. And then right. Boeing says, oh, look at this. You know, right. <laughs> later on, they have geniuses or whatever. Right, and I, I used it for, you know, the, our, our rep meeting. I said, well, if Henry Ford listened to all of the, the people out there, he would have just sold them a faster horse. Right. right? But you have to. To, you yeah. have to think outside. And and with those kind of things come mistakes. We mm-hmm. had just did the whole show on it. Mistakes happen. Right. That's because, okay, we're going to end up trying something. And everything's not going to end up doing it. But if, if you don't swing hard, you're a baseball guy. The guy that swing, the home run guy, gets the most strikeouts too, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, if you, sometimes if you try too hard and you swing too hard, um, you might get that home run, and it's it's amazing. But yeah, you might strike out more. Um, you know, the U.S. going to the the moon, right? The space pen was the laughable um, piece, and then yeah. the Russians are, are using a pencil. So, Dave, the same thing because they couldn't yeah. write upside down, right? It's the same. What are we saying with all the strikeouts? Oliver must be a power hitter. He's a power hitter. Yeah. He, he, shoot, he shoots to try to swing for the fences. Yeah. A power As Nelson does, too. <laughs> I'm going to age the guys for five, for five years and have a breathe in and out and all this stuff. Who nice. does that, right? Oh. So I think it's a perfect, perfect marriage that's happening here. Um, you, the Dragon Slayer that didn't happen, we brought that up on Saturday's show. Uh, it is the cigar with no name. I don't think anyone ever pulled that before right have a cigar with no name there's no band on it there's no name on the box there's no name on the cigar the packaging this is it the packaging comes inside an ashtray that the top comes off has it been done before no it hasn't been done before there's a reason why it was done because it, something went wrong but there's a reason why this toscano cigars it was a problem that that the tobacco got wet and they came up with something you came up with something we're going to see if it, if it if it does anything but Retailers can buy the cigar with no name. Retailers can buy the cigar with no name. It's going to have a retail of $180. The The consumer is getting a great cigar made out of the Artista factory yeah. and a complimentary ashtray. I, I, so I went after the show was over. That's what I went back re- to it. relit, went back to it. So I got it down to a nub now. Fabulous cigar. I yeah. think there's a lot of body to it. It's amazing to me that it's a Dominican cigar, to be honest with mm-hmm. you. I would, if you, if you put a gun to my head and said, what is it? I would say Nicaraguan, but it's not. Nor is it a Nicaraguan tobacco in it. There's Nicaraguan tobacco. Oh, there is some? Dominican. That's probably where the Lajero is coming from, and that's yeah. why it's so prevalent. Okay, because that's, you know, I think I know what I'm it's talking a great, about. It's a great that's what I taste. Yeah. So, uh, PCA, you're all set. You got a couple of surprises. Well, today is Wednesday. Oh, today's Wednesday. Today yeah, Wednesday. today is Wednesday. Yeah, it's so Valentine's you must, Day. You must. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Uh, I just had laser surgery on my eyes this morning. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> how did it go? It went, it went great. It went I great. hope it's it went open up, great open or else. The, uh, uh, yeah, the, huh. the, the ducks so that That's um, a pretty, so my eyes can breathe. Pretty quick recovery. Baseball reference. Yeah, they said it's pretty quick. Yeah. So, so, so bad. is there anything but, you could? You would yeah, so if, if everybody was paying attention uh, yesterday, uh, we have the Gold Star limited release coming out and gold star is a brand that's been around since the 90s yeah it's uh, an old brand of old, mine old brand of of yours uh there was not necessarily an argument we do we do it we have heated discussions that it, you know make some people uncomfortable but uh you know my passion is just i want to i want to see this this grow so everything you, I do. you know what you you take ideas that i have basically in the 
in the briefcase, you know, old stuff. You've right. gone through everything that I've ever done. Right. And then you take it and you shine it up and you make it way better than it would ever would be, which is awesome. And turn him into Maduro Dave at the same time. So the rest of no, us have Jeremy, to deal with him. Listen, it's my baby at the beginning. And then right. I, I fight for it. And then he takes it in a, but a whole other thing. And it's like, you wanted yours. to throw your baby in the dumpster when... Uh, when the FDA was coming down, it was gold star. We have to get rid of this because we have to use it for something yeah. else. And I remember I was driving. This was in Hanover, Massachusetts. I'm driving down. All of a sudden, I see these, you know, and they're on homes, like these star, these wooden tin stars. And I remember then as a kid, like, oh, you did something good. You get a gold star. You yes. gold star. So I was like, gold star, if you just see it, you'll say gold star. So there's no confusion. As like you did Red, Red Anchor. Anchor. Red Anchor. Right. That's yeah. what I look at Red Anchor, which is another one that was Red sitting Anchor. there doing yeah. nothing. No, I love Red Anchor. Yeah. I love Gold Star. Yeah. But Gold Star, you said, not only am I going to do this, but let's find a cause and let's do something good with this. We did. Yeah, we did something. So Gold Star, this is Gold Star Limited Release, where we are partnering with um, the the Navy SEALs um, Museum, and it's a charitable cause, and Swim With a Mission. So for the limited release, we're only producing uh, 200 boxes, so 4,000 cigars. It's a box of 20. Um, we are donating back. 25 boxes to the foundation so that the Navy SEALs can then sign the boxes. This will go to auction, uh, raise money for the families because these are for fallen Navy SEALs. The families uh, that, fallen. that have fallen. Yeah, that have, that have yeah. You know, died in service and the, the funds go back to the families. And these are badass dudes, man. Yeah. We, we met yeah, we a whole met, bunch of them. We went shooting. Yeah, yeah we, we went got shooting training with Sal. With, uh, with Sal. Yeah. Yeah, oh, awesome man. over at, at Granite uh, Granite State dude's got yeah. indoor range, and he's it was good. and he's so he's so humble. He just had a, a you know baby girl, and um, you know so you know starting his family, but uh, but you know what a training day. But it goes back to you know the you know these families. So the Gold Star, we ended up uh, working with the William Ventura Factory in the Dominican Republic again, yeah. and um, we wanted something fuller bodied uh, as well. So, but an approachable approachable line so uh, no we're looking forward to this release it will be at uh, pca this year uh available and uh we're we're expecting really good things yeah from just it, a, so. it's a feel-good thing yeah. uh period you yeah. know at the end of it and and taking something that you know i wasn't thinking of gold star families at all right. during my thought right. of it and you say oh no gold star well, family. it matched yeah and it matched like in every united box we give back to a foundation yep. for united cigars stars for our troops and that's a foundation that uh veterans will take uh well they have flags that are no longer in service flags are u.s flags are sent to them they cut out the stars we give back to the foundation they send us the stars so that we can put them in every single one of our united boxes yeah. and then the united logo has gold stars so there's always a, a tie-in to the united logo has gold stars on top um it, it gold star line just kind of worked and wanted it more for you know the military families and you know whatever we can we can do yeah, this if, is this what is you did project. is you you tied in a lot of things if you look at the firecracker uh band yeah. you'll see at the in the back of the firecracker band there's the red anchor yeah and there's the gold star on the united that ends up going and all these things are tied together which is Again, we're talking about Nelson Alfonso and stuff. His stuff is tied together. It's all tied together, right. too, if you end up doing it. So it's starting to come along. It's a long process, seven years in, but hopefully many, there's, many more to yeah, go. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of operational costs that go into it, too, because we're you know redesigning the packaging. But now Well, all it's the really bands, expensive when you make yeah. the bands and you make the packaging, and then you pay to have them removed. And thrown and away. So, <laughs> top of that, yeah, yeah. So that cigar tastes like you put the band on, you did all the packaging, then you take it all off. 
Then you smoke the cigar, right? Yeah, Jonathan, yeah. That's, that's great. More, more. That's great. So, addition by subtraction. You're right. Addition <laughs> by subtraction. All right, Oliver, thanks for coming on. Thanks for Thank the you. update on uh, Nelson Alfonso, who will not be at the trade show, but there's big things coming down the road for Nelson Alfonso and Selected Tobacco, as there is for United Cigars. Next week on the show, we're going to go over blind cigar reviewing. We have the stars out there that are doing it, and we're going to bring you in to what's going on with the stars, the blind reviewers, how to do it right, how to do it wrong, and uh, we'll talk about that more next week on Saturday. Stick the lid end in your mouth. You might like it. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.